Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. than this 747 shout out to my friend marianne from brooklyn the uh, enthusiastic howard stern listener marianne listens to howard monday through wednesday but he only works three days a week howard makes about a billion dollars god bless him and thursday and friday she listens to me which i'm humbled by i'll share the week with stern any day of the week and uh, she texted me a bunch last night she's a bensonhurst girl and she loves gravesend loves it so shout out to Marianne listening this morning in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. It is 747 again on your Thursday morning. We put this time aside every week for a guy that was great on TV, Fox News, uh, many, many years, radio shows. Imus has his own very successful podcast right now, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge Knapp, good Thursday morning, buddy. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Good morning, Sid. How are you? I, I got to tell you, I was listening to you and uh, Curtis about the Blasio. I'll tell you a story. I was at a cocktail party. I didn't know he was going to be there. He was there. He came up to me. He said, oh, Judge Napolitano, Judge Napolitano, I think we're related to each other. Oh, God. What? He said, yes, I have family, and their last name is Napolitano. Now I'm thinking, this guy is as Italian as I am Irish. I mean, (laughs) this doesn't make sense. So I just played along with it. He gave me a big hug, and that was the end of it. But why this hang-up on pretending to be something that I, you're not? I don't know. Uh, but listen, he, he pretended to be a mayor for eight years, and he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's get to the uh, the SCOTUS decision first before we get to the free speech stuff and the social media. Uh, SCOTUS on affirmative action. You asked the question, if Harvard and North Carolina cannot discriminate in admission standards based on race, why can West Point and Annapolis do so? The answer is? I would have to ask Chief Justice John Roberts. That's the compromise that he crafted. If it's wrong for Harvard, a private university, to discriminate on the basis of race, it's, if it's wrong for UNC, a state-owned university, to discriminate on, base, on race, why isn't it wrong for colleges and universities owned by the federal government to discriminate on race? He just cut out an exception there. He wants the military to be woke, to be able to discriminate on the basis of race. I'm not saying he wants that. He wants them to have the opportunity to do that. And it's just wrong. Justice Clarence Thomas and Justice Neil Gorsuch said, you're wrong, Chief Justice. If discrimination on base, on, based on race is wrong, it's wrong everywhere and for everyone. Of course. But the majority got its way. 
I would imagine that uh, you, like most sane people like me and at least the smart people I know, love that decision. I mean, I'm tired of it. You just heard me rant. I know you did about people like Joy Reid and Jamel Hill and even the mayor in this city. I mean, in this country. I'm 100 percent. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm 100 percent with you on all that. But I think that the affirmative action decision should have gone farther. Okay. Should have absolutely prohibited the government from okay. making decisions based on race, and it didn't. Right, it baby. left a loophole, and yep. it left a tunnel through which the military can drive their trucks, uh, and it's wrong. I want a military that is going to defend the United States. I don't care what it looks like in terms of diversity, period. Agreed. Uh, I've had Colonel Jack Jacobs on this show a bunch lately especially with the Ukraine-Russia conflict, and he doesn't get it either. But anyway, uh, that is a very, very good point by you. A nice job, Judge, pointing that out. Second story here, a federal court restricts the government from pressuring social media to interfere with speech. Can the government do indirectly what the Constitution prohibits it from doing directly? And the, the short answer to that is no. The longer answer to that is absolutely not. The government cannot go around the Constitution. So when the government goes to Twitter and Google and Facebook and says, uh, we need a favor, that uh, that pro-Trump speech, you've got to suppress it, that pro-Biden speech, you've got you to push it, uh, Bobby Kennedy on vaccines, you can't, you can't publish a word uh, out of his mouth, we need this favor. And by the way, if we don't get the favor, we're going to start enforcing some laws against you a little bit more strictly than we have in the past. I'm not making this up. There are emails that show this. When a federal judge in Texas saw these emails, he was so outraged, he did what federal judges rarely do. He entered a nationwide injunction, not just in the district in Texas where he sits and over which he has authority, but he enjoined the federal government of the United States, the Biden administration, from interfering with free speech everywhere. It is one of the greatest free speech decisions in recent years, and on this morning's front page of the New York Times, the Biden administration is appealing it. Good luck. They're going to lose that appeal. I just, uh, nice job, Judge. I just mentioned that Joy Reid uh, refused to go outside and celebrate July 4th, the fireworks and our country and its beauty because, uh, she put it, uh, the nation is awash with guns. She's right about that, but... As I said, making millions of dollars with a modicum of talent, she should be celebrating her life every day of the week. But you wrote a story about Independence Day 2023. In fact, that is the name of your column this week, to be governed by one tyrant 3,000 miles away or by 3,000 tyrants one mile away. That's brilliant, Judge Knapp. That line, (laughs) that sort of whimsical line. Uh, was used by a preacher in Boston in 1775, and they threw him out of town because they thought he was in favor of the king, and he was. But here's his point. Democracy can be dangerous. And when the people learn that the public treasury has become a public trough, they will send people to Washington whom they know will bring home the biggest piece of the pie. That's not me. That's Thomas Jefferson. And that's exactly what we have today. We have a government of 3 million people that regulates every aspect of our lives, that takes from the haves and gives to the have-nots. I am sorry to be mentioning these uncomfortable truths on Independence Day, but as beautiful and wonderful as this country is, 
We have a government that abuses our freedom, and it just seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. The two of you, you and Curtis, are talking about cocaine in the White House. It's probably an accident. It's probably somebody that was forced to take their keys or their, or their iPhone out of their pocket, and they didn't realize uh, what was in the pocket. But it's not surprising. And the reason it's not surprising is because the government is so disrespectful. Nobody looks up to the government anymore. It doesn't have people's respect. And the reason it doesn't have people's respect is because it thinks it can regulate any behavior and tax any event and intrude into any private uh, process. That's the government. You're right. Now, the last thing for me, part of my rant right before you came on, was I'm getting a little tired, maybe even bored of all these stories, it started with me and Bernie seven years ago. With You heard me. Hillary, uh, Andrew Cuomo. And Bernie would always say to me, oh, this is the day. This is it. I'd be like, really? Why? When? Because my history in this field, I do sports most of my life, but in this field is people, mostly Democrats, can break the law, do what they want, and there are very few repercussions, if any. And I'm this Biden say, I'm sorry to say that I agree with you. Right, and this so Biden story, this this Biden story has been out there forever. Hunter Biden dating back three years ago, Miranda Devine, and every day there's another update. Jim Comer, somebody else. Is something going to happen here, Judge, or what? Well, if you know Jim Comer, in my opinion, has a very very compelling case. Unfortunately, the events occurred more against Joe Biden. Unfortunately, the events occurred more than five years ago, so he cannot be prosecuted. The statute of limitations on bribery is is five years. It would ruin his legacy, what remains of it. Uh, It would force him from the political uh, arena, which will be a gift to the Democrats if he leaves. Uh, But he can't he can't be prosecuted. He's not going to go to jail. Hunter's not going to go to jail. You're right. These people don't go to jail because the government takes care of its own. Just like Jim Comey took care of Hillary Clinton, the government ta- and uh, the government takes care of its own. So one more on Trump, because when that second indictment came down, the second arrest, the second arraignment, uh, you were pretty hot on it. You thought he was in really, really big I trouble? I, I was. I, I, I now believe that the case against him is strong, but he's not going to go to jail. Right. He's not going to jail. And even though the case is strong, I got news for you. Nothing's going to happen. Maybe you'll have to... I don't know, pay a fine. He's still going to run for president. Nothing. You don't think so? His numbers keep going up. Every time the the FBI leaks evidence about him, and the FBI are the best leakers in the world. I know a lot of FBI agents. A lot of them are great human beings. A lot of them know how to affect the jury pool by leaking evidence, whether it's going to get into the courtroom or not. But every time the FBI leaks evidence against him, this conversation at Mar-a-Lago, this conversation at uh, Bedminster, his poll numbers go up. Right. His so, poll numbers go right. up not only amongst Republicans, but amongst independents. They're not going to go up amongst Democrats. But right. uh, and, uh, people who are sick and tired of this. There's no question. And this was by far the most serious. I mean, down the road, you got Georgia. That's a joke. You've got January 6th, even a bigger joke. And you are not alone, mind you. Walter Idala came on, a great defense attorney. Oh, he's in big trouble, blah, blah, blah. He's not in big trouble. And if this one doesn't get him, none of these will. So you got to think now that basically Donald Trump really is Teflon Don. He may very well be a Teflon Don. I do believe this is a strong case. I don't know the outcome. I have never seen an indictment so laden 
uh, with evidence out of the mouth of the defendant and and the people around him. Uh, and the fact that many of the people who will testify against him are his lawyers and his own employees, not never Trumpers and not Trumper haters, but people that relied on Trump for their income uh, and their livelihood, uh, makes it a very, very strong case for the government. How it ends for him, I don't know, because of the fact that he is so popular yeah. as a presidential. Oh, no, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how it ends for him. January of 2025, he's going to be sworn in as the 47th president of the United States. That's how it ends. Well, uh, that would be a very good thing for a lot of uh, a lot of people. That would wipe out, uh, you know, the damage that Joe Biden has caused. That would end the war uh, in uh, Ukraine. I hope it would cut the deficit. I hope it would cut taxes. I hope it would alleviate uh, regulations. A lot of that is what Trump did in his first term in office. Judge Knapp, you are you're beautiful. I love you. Uh, I know you had a great July 4th, and uh, I look forward to this every week. And we'll do it again next Thursday, buddy. Have a great week. Thank you so much. Oh, you got it, my man. God bless you. Remind O'Reilly I love him. He hates when you say that. I know. That's why I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> All right. Take care. There he is, everybody. Does a great job at this time every Thursday morning. Judge Andrew Napolitano.